Hello and welcome back to Suite 1111. My name is Caitlin McGarry and today I am joined by Drew Kostick, the head brewer at the New Realm Brewery in Auburn. Drew, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me, Caitlin. Of course. I'm happy you're here. So I'm really excited to learn more about the new brewery and what it brings to Auburn. Before we get into all the details, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the New Realm? Absolutely. So, uh, I'll put it this way. I'll start with Auburn changed my life. And yeah, um, yeah so I uh, had a previous career. I was an attorney in wow. New York for six years. And let's just say that that wasn't a whole lot of fun. And yes. it was not driving me uh, to be my best self. Um, I came across Dr. Martin O'Neill on a podcast, believe it or not, and uh, found out about the Auburn Brewing Program, the AU Brewing Program that is now a master's degree program. And I signed up, went through the process. It was fantastic. And because of it, I was able to change my career and pursue my absolute passion of brewing beer. So fast forward, this was 2017-2018. Fast forward to today as Auburn not only has grown this program to be something really, really special, of which I'm super excited to be a part of, but has built arguably the first ever teaching brewery on a campus. And I was lucky enough to be selected to be the head brewer, both by New Realm and then uh, actually recommended by the school because of my contacts that I stayed in in tight with in uh, Auburn. And uh, here we are. I mean, I have the dream job. There's no other way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. How was that adjustment going from New York to Auburn? I feel like even just the culture shock, but also like it's such a change in like your life path. How was that adjusting? Well, it was it was fascinating to say the least. You know, Uh, I am a northerner. I am. I was actually born in New York City, but uh, I did make a slow process down here. uh, I actually moved to North Carolina first. Okay. Uh, Worked at Oscar Blues for a little bit, who we have Oscar Blues. Dale is actually an Auburn alum. And uh, I was working there for a while, loving my job, loving Asheville. But when I got the opportunity and and was told about this position, I I couldn't help but jump at the, the chance to help set up and open the first brewery on a campus work and uh, become affiliate faculty with the school program that again changed my life and be here to uh, help guide younger individuals younger brewers the next generation of brewers through the process of doing something just like that yeah so the brewery opened in August so did you already know that you were gonna work there and like you were ready to start planning everything ahead of time like before August came you were Ready to open up, or did you start afterwards? No, absolutely. I landed actually in July. And when I landed, I just had an empty tap room and a bunch of nice, shiny stainless steel tanks in the back. And I just put my heart and soul into this place. I've always wanted to take the reins of a brewery at the the nascent forefront of its its, uh, creation process. And I'm lucky enough to be both the general manager and the head brewer. So not only am I brewing beers that I've designed myself for this system and working with uh, the professors and students on on making more beers, as well as the community, because we're not just here for the school, but we're here for Auburn in general. And and then I'm also the general manager, so I get to run the tap room and help develop events. Uh, For instance, we just did a... Halloween dog costume contest oh. event to benefit uh, Care Humane Society. Mm. And um, we had so much fun. Uh, and if you missed out on it, don't worry. I'm making yeah. it an annual <laughs> event. And it's a pet project for me, too, because I have a little four-year-old puppy at home Aww. that I rescued. So I wanted Aww. to, you know, reach out to great local charities and continue to do so and um, and use the brewery as a, a wonderful vessel to, to bring people together. 
having started in August was the first what was that first month like for you guys was huh. it was it everything you hoped for <laughs> it was hectic there was a lot of learning uh, yes. I will say that but no it was wonderful the support that we've gotten out of the community the support that we got out of the school is unrivaled and and that's something that I can say having now went to three different schools Auburn being my third uh, it's it's no other school is like this and has this type of passion and community that I see here. And that was something that was truly, truly special to me and made me realize this is not just a job. This is a career and a legacy for me. This is what I want for the rest of my life to turn back and say, we, we created something beautiful here and uh, look at all the people that hopefully it will be benefiting. Yeah, that's great. So you kind of gave us an overview of what you do, but could you tell us like a day-to-day kind of what do you do when you get there like what kind of jobs are you doing hands-on unfortunately what don't I do but (laughs) (laughs) no but I I I love it because I love having my hands in everything um there is always the back office work payroll uh you know hiring people training people doing all that type of fun stuff but I do get my time in the brew house and um Generally, if I'm not brewing a beer that day, I'm working in the cellar and doing things like taking gravity readings, so assessing how much alcohol is in the beer as it's fermenting, transferring beer to another tank to allow it to carbonate up, um, managing the beer that we have on the draft lines, making sure that it's all okay. Yes, quality assurance is part of my job, and uh, I take take it very seriously kind of have to drink beer every day you know it's yes, kind of hard yeah. but you know somebody has to do it yes, here for everybody you yes know? um so there's a myriad of different things and then on top of that it's meeting with officials at the school meeting with um various community members to see what we can do to support them uh and to see what we can do to help uh the student body so for instance we have uh, i'll be working with the college of human sciences next week we have our brews and stews which uh myself and chef mark trainer from the culinary school uh are collaborating on pairing beer and stew just in time for the fall weather that we haven't really gotten yet but let's hope that it comes uh and we'll be working and then uh chef trainer is going to be doing demonstrations of the different stews that he's making and then i'll be talking about the beers we paired with it and there's something like that type of collaboration that's like no other uh there's a little bit of art a little bit of creativity but a whole lot of fun that goes yeah yeah so you mentioned that you guys have programs for the students what are those programs like and what what majors do the students have to be in in order to um, help you guys out at the brewery? Well, I will start out from the beginning and say nobody will be turned away if they want an educational experience. I will do my darndest to make sure that I can give them whatever I can because, again, I came from a humble home brewer background wanting to brew beer, um, and I was the person who was always asking questions in breweries. I want to be there for the people who are always doing that as well. Uh, academically, Institutionally, we have the AU Brew program, which is a master's degree, as I mentioned, and that is actually a remote learning experience. And so I don't get to interact as much with the students because they're not always on campus, but I have the opportunity to teach classes through that, uh, through that program, uh, as well as work with the students if they've got ideas about different styles of brew or want to do an experiment using a brew house. We have what's a seven barrel brew house, so I brew about 215 gallons of beer each time I make, which makes it very, very nimble and easy to do those types of unique things. 
Uh, in addition, you do have the College of Human Sciences and you do have the hospitality school, which we're very well tied into. And so I'll be working. There is um, beverage appreciation classes, which I will be helping to teach as well. Uh, and there's numerous other opportunities um, for employment. Uh, I'm always hunting for a great bartender and somebody who is hungry and interested in learning about beer. And we do have a lovely mix of both student and community members working at New Realm, which I find to be part of the education is, is getting to know people outside of the university and for the people in the community to bond with the people that are in the university. Yeah, yeah. So how have those game day weekends been? I'm honestly very curious to know because Auburn gets very, very hectic. and I Oh, it's serious. Yeah. Oh, it's the real deal. Yeah, I think it, at the Georgia game, which was actually our record sales, uh, <laughs> I think I almost made myself pass out <laughs> really? from working too hard. My new rule was hydrate and delegate. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> no, it's they're fascinating, and there's nothing like it. I will say I did get to go to the Mississippi State game. Okay. That was my first time in the stadium. And oh I mean, gosh. it's just my it's mind numbing to see it something is. that beautiful. And uh, we only hope to continue to collaborate and, and work with the sports programs and hopefully have that fun beer for anybody who's over the age of 21 yes. and tailgating. Yes. Now, I feel like the Auburn community is just everyone, even if a place is so hectic and crazy, everyone is so kind here and so patient. And even on game days, too, it's there's nothing like working on a game day. Absolutely. And it's just happiness. And Again, I'm coming as a northerner where your sports teams, your rivals, you mm -hmm. battle uh, both in the stadium and, and outside. But it's so fun here to have just the casual joking nature between the Auburn fans and the Georgia fans or the Auburn fans, the Ole Miss fans. We were just ha everybody was having fun. And most importantly for me, everybody was having a beer. And so that always, you know, a brewery going back to the Middle Ages was a common place for people to come and sit and discuss ideas. And even if those ideas are why are we running two quarterbacks at the same time? Sorry, Coach Freeze. Uh, it. <laughs> We can we can all enjoy it and we can all go home happy. Yes, yes. I'm I'm also from the north too. I'm from Chicago, so okay, I totally yep. understand. Yep. Yes. So, what makes New Realm stand out compared to the other local breweries? Well, first and foremost, it's always going to be quality. Uh, I am beyond blessed to have a boss in Mitch Steele, who is literally the individual who wrote the book on IPA. We actually have copies of his book, if anybody's looking for literally the, the textbook on IPAs. Um, so quality in our beer is is really, really special. But beyond that, it's, it's a set of core values that we have that starts at the top with our CEO, Carrie Falcone. And it's our focus on community creation and our focus on um, top-down but bottom-up uh, subservient-type leadership. And so I can know I can go to my bosses and challenge an idea and say, this is why I think this is right, and they will listen and they will hear me out. And I always tell my staff, uh, I'm a facilitator, not a dictator. I might tell you no at some point, but I'll always have a reason for it. There will never be a situation where it's no because I said so. And that's the type of culture that we want to create, and that's the type of culture that I'm hoping students can get engaged in because in the service industry, everybody's seen uh, The Bear, everybody's seen Top Chef, Gordon Ramsay, all that type of stressful type stuff that goes on in the, this type of industry. I want the students to know, hey, it doesn't have to be that way. We're here to have fun, and nobody makes too much money in beer. So we're here to enjoy ourselves and make sure that we're happy, we're safe, and everything's going well. And so that's community, culture, um, charity. As I already mentioned, our event, uh, we have New Realm Cares, which is our big uh, cross of all our locations, our charity initiative. Um, and then again, 
quality, quality beer. Uh, quality and willingness to experiment while maintaining the highest level of beer creation. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So if there was someone who wanted to get more involved with breweries and brewing their own beer, but they knew nothing about it, where would you tell them to start? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, I'd say congratulations. You didn't go to law school. You made the right decision. But then I would say I would have them come. Come visit me in the brew house. Come try our different beers. I like to keep uh, what I call a beer rainbow on tap, where we have a variety of different styles, flavors for everybody who's interested. And it's not just beer, too, for those individuals who can't drink beer. We have cider and we have seltzer as well. Um, so we're trying to make it open. And the other most important thing is it's not scary. It doesn't need to be scary. There are other things that can go out there and be scary and, and make you feel foolish for trying to go. Beer is not one of them. Beer is the common man's drink. We're all here to enjoy it and learn about it. The other thing I would say, too, is immediately start homebrewing. It's so fun. It's so rewarding. And we have a great whistle stop down in Opelika. It's a great, great venue for somebody to learn about the beginning of home brewing. And again, come ask questions because that's why we're here on a campus. We are here to educate as well as serve quality beer. Yeah, yeah. So what are some upcoming, I know you said that you have some events planned for the future. What are some that we can expect for the winter time? Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I have to announce probably the most exciting event for me at least. We are doing a beer release party on Saturday. This will be the first beer that has ever been brewed in Auburn in wow. over a decade. Oh um, it, it's a recipe I myself created. Wow. We are going to be releasing it on Saturday and I can tell you it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty excited yeah. about it. So uh, that and first and foremost, please, if you're over the age of 21 and you're listening, come on down, try the first beer in Auburn in the longest time. We are again Auburn's only current brewery within the city limits. And uh, most importantly too, these beers that we're brewing here on campus can only be gotten in the tap room here in Auburn. They're exclusive to this location. And so it's really, really exciting to have that going. But we do have some really fun stuff. We're working with our partners over at Heyday Market. There will be, in two weeks, I believe, we'll have an ice skating rink right there on the lawn. Yes, I've heard about uh, that. Yeah, and a Christmas tree. <laughs> I, I can imagine. It should snow at 5 p.m. every day on Friday. Or excuse me, every day at 5 p.m. it'll snow. Um, and wow. then we have, uh, I'm planning a gingerbread porter for the Christmas mm. parade that's landing on December 2nd. Wow. So I'm looking forward to that. And then just generally ingratiating us with, uh, with the school. We'd love to start setting up uh, trivia nights. I'd like to start leading um, a book club, too, just oh. because I'm a bit of a nerd. Yeah. And so I'm looking for all the nerds out there <laughs> who like to drink beer. Um, but do really just do little things like that to um, create a small community, even a, a microcosm of the community there in the brewery and make it so that everybody feels welcome and everybody feels um, that they belong. Yeah. So what, how long was that process developing that first beer in Auburn after sure. a decade? So for me, um, the, the, I mean, the process was, was long and arduous to actually get the equipment set up and get everything ready to go. But uh, it gave me time to work on the recipe, figure it out. Uh, but the actual 
brew day itself is probably around five to six hours on what we call the hot side. And so you do that type of process, you put it into a tank, and then my real boss goes to work, which is the yeast. And the yeast is what creates ethanol and CO2 and allows us to have alcohol in there. So that process generally takes seven to 10 days. There's a few things that I'll do as I, I cellar, which means I work on uh, the beers that are in fermenter. And then uh, after you finish up that process, after the yeast does its work, um, I send it over into what's called a bright tank, and that's where we carbonate it. Now, what's really, really cool about our bright tanks on this uh, in this brewery is that they're directly connected to the tap lines that we have on the back wall. So you will be able to see if you walk in there, there are six bright tanks stacked on top of each other, and there are six tap lines. And so not only do I get to say you will be drinking the only beer in Auburn when you come in there, but when our beer is put on, you will be drinking the freshest beer Yes. In possibly the entire state yes. because it's only moving all about six feet to get from yeah. the tank that I put it in to your glass. And so uh, it's, it's really exciting to have that fresh beer motif uh, play out through the tap room. And I can't wait to see how it affects uh, the customer base and how it helps educate the customer base on what truly fresh beer can do for you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. I've never heard of a brewery that has their supplies so close to them with the freshest beer. Absolutely. And yes. anybody who's interested in learning, again, come find me. Take you. I'll show you the back, show you the brew house. It's nice and tiny. It's a little cozy, but, hey, yes. it's, it's my baby. And yes. believe me, I do talk to my tanks, and I'm completely <laughs> unabashed about it. Yes. I know every time I walk past their arm in heyday, I always see it looks like there's always people over there having a good time. Yeah, it seems like it. We've, we've cultivated a really great, almost like English pub feel inside mm -hmm. there. It's a smaller tap room compared to some of the other breweries that I've worked at or are in the area, but um, it almost encourages encourages uh, conversation with your fellow man because of that. It encourages you to talk to a stranger. I like to say, hey, you can bring your laptop here and you can plan on doing work, but there's a good chance you're never yeah. opening it because you're going to get into that fun conversation. And then by the end of the night, you'll be trading uh, beers, swapping rounds with somebody down the bar that you never knew beforehand. Yes. And honestly, that's we need that nowadays. I mean, people are so glued to the phone. I think everyone now is getting to the point where they just want to find a place where they can sit and socialize with people that they don't know. You know, that's not very Absolutely. common nowadays. Absolutely. Up in New York, we used to call that the third place. You had your work, you had your apartment. Both of them were tiny little cubicles. And then you had your third place. And that was your bar. That was your brewery. And that's what we seek to be for everybody. It's a place of refuge, a place of conversation, a place of new ideas to sit and hang out. And what's even cooler about that is, especially since we've been having great weather throughout November too, is um, we worked with uh, the Auburn City Council to develop a plan so that you can take your beer out onto that beautiful lawn that we have right in front of you. Oh, that's and you nice. can take it into Heyday if you want. You can take Heyday food into the brewery. You basically can go across all of that rain center area um, and enjoy your beer, enjoy playing cornhole while having it, tic-tac-toe or anything that you want to do. Yeah. So it's, it's a really, really cool setup. It's a wonderful place to be. And again, I'm beyond lucky. Yes, and I know you mentioned that it's a very small place, but it looks so open because it's got that huge like glass wall almost yep. that really just makes it feel like you're almost outside in a sense. It has so much natural lighting. So. Oh, absolutely. It's, yes. it's fantastic. And um, I, I don't know, you know, spoiler alert, but we are actually looking into hopefully in the next year or two taking that glass wall and converting it into either a roll-up door or an accordion door so oh. that you will actually literally have 
access to open air while you're in the brewery. Yes. So for the summer, do you guys plan to have everything up and running and possibly have that? I mean, that would be amazing if you could do that. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Yes. That's my goal. Yeah. Yes. Um, right now we're working our way through the football season. Yeah. Um, I'm gearing up for the Iron Bowl as everybody oh, yeah. on campus is, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, that would be really, really neat to have going into the summer and hopefully back into the fall for football season again. Yes. So what have you found to be the most challenging part about opening the new realm? Most challenging part is probably figuring everything out um, from start to finish. Uh, and I, by that, I mean, this was an endeavor for me. I came down here and I was the sole new realm employee in all of Alabama. And, yes. you know, it was a little scary at first, uh, trying to find my bearings. But again, the university has been so helpful with helping, getting me set up, making sure I have everything that I need. Uh, I was very nervous brewing my first beer because it was the very first time anybody had brewed on that system. So just getting over my own nerves, which I think any college student probably can understand, especially when you're going through your four years here and you're learning new things and trying new things, that that little nervousness, that can be the biggest hindrance to you. And so um, it was a great reminder how to break through that. And there's nothing like the accomplishment that you feel when you actually overcome those obstacles that were just in your head to begin with. Yeah, I feel like you guys have been really not struggling at all with being popular of any kind. And You've been getting a huge crowd of people, which is really great for a new company that's only three months in. So absolutely, and we're—I mean, I much of it has been word of mouth, which has been really, really cool for us. It's at first I—I th- I like to joke that we were almost like a speakeasy brewery yeah. back there because we are—we are in the back of the lawn. But um, I found every time somebody comes and finds us, they're a customer for life, and that makes me beyond happy because I know my bartenders are kicking butt behind the bar and, and helping out and doing everything for everybody that that needs it. And um, that really, really keeps people coming back. Yes, yes. It seems like when there's a new brewery or a new bar in the area, I mean, word travels fast yeah. around here. <laughs> <I can> so, <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm glad you guys have been getting a lot of customers. So what has been the most rewarding part? I know you've talked about how much you're passionate about this, but if you had to pick one most rewarding factor in this, what would it be? I mean, the, the easy answer is it, because it's the most rewarding thing I think I ever experienced in my life is uh, seeing that person across the bar drink my beer and seeing their li- eyes light up and, and seeing that enjoyment. Uh, it gives me goosebumps every time. I will say, too, though, specific to this experience, when we did the ribbon-cutting ceremony and I sat there and I had the mayor standing next to me, I had the Chamber of Commerce in front of me, all my professors that literally taught me when I was going through beer school and are now my colleagues standing there, all the fans, all the media, I, I just, I literally was almost brought to tears. I just couldn't believe that I was so lucky to be here. And this, in fact, was my life. <laughs> yes. So what is your all-time favorite beer, if you had to pick one? Oh, man. <laughs> well, my, my babies aside, because you don't, you can't pick a favorite child, so I can never talk about which of my beers is my favorite yes. beer. Uh, mine goes way back. It's a beer called Quok. It's a Belgian beer, um, because that was actually my rabbit hole, my gateway beer, uh, to to learning about the brewing industry and um, how much variety there is out there. So it's a fun, traditional Belgian ale that uh, comes in a goofy glass that uh, is, is an absolute blast to drink. So I highly recommend seeking it out if anybody's out there looking for, um, you know, to really expand their beer mind. This is a winner. 
What does New Realm hope for in 2024? Let's let's actually say in five years from now, because I think we've been talking a lot about what's to come for this year. But in five years from now, what do you hope for New Realm to become? Uh, institutionalized and not in the sense that I hope that we all get sent to um, be an asylum or something, <laughs> although I'm halfway there as is. But uh, no, to become an institution on campus, to become something that um, Auburn is proud of having, having this first teaching brewery. And we've already been getting fielding uh, requests from other schools that are interested in starting up a brewing program, having a brewery on campus. And so being at the forefront of that is really, really important and really, really fascinating and, and something that Auburn took a swing at uh, that no other university was ready to do yet. And so for that, my hat's off to this university for being on the forefront of, of education. Uh, and so I hope that New Realms Brewing here in Auburn is going to be that institution, that first, that, that figurehead, that uh, foundation stone that lays the groundwork for education in this profession. Because it's a very difficult profession to get a formal education in or to even find a way into to begin with. And so we're here to help guide that individual, whether they be a home brewer or a student, somebody interested in beer, to really get a hard-hitting education so that day one, if they enter another brewery, they are going to be the best brewer in that in, uh, in that building. Yes. So is there anything that you think is misunderstood by the people for understanding like brewery schools and how, to, not brewery schools, but <laughs> how to start up your own brewery if you wanted to? It's a lot harder than anybody ever thinks, yes. <laughs> and that's why we're here to help. Um, it, it, there's a lot of financial aspect that goes into it. There's a lot of back office work that'll go into it. It's not all just fun and games and drinking beer. Um, it's a lot of science, um, and frankly, the number one thing that nobody realizes is I call brewers glorified janitors. We're there to clean, and I'm OCD, so I can clean. I love cleaning, yeah. and I love I love playing with water, and so that's why I found my perfect profession. Yeah. So that's one thing I, I should put out there. You know, it, a lot of people think it's just sipping beer, and yes, we do get to sip beer, and it's wonderful. Yeah. But your most important thing is keeping everything pristine and sanitized because that's going to produce the best quality beer, and that's what you're there for is is to make the best beer you can possibly make. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for meeting with me today, Drew. I loved hearing about the New Realm Brewery and the behind-the-scenes operations. I'm Caitlin McGarry with Sweet 1111, and I'll catch you next time.